0: you've been putting off maybe you say someday I'll do that or when I have more time whether the item is a big bucket list item or something smaller like going on a hike now is the time to start your say yes list and we have the perfect process to help you turn these items into reality join thousands of others with our free say yes list template at the say yes experience.com forward slash list it'll help you stop living in that someday and start making those list items come true today. So download it now at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash list. Welcome to the Say Yes Experience podcast, where we inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into possibilities. Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. If you're new here, welcome. We're thrilled you're here. I'm Jess Corrector. I co-founded the Say Yes Experience with my then nine-year-old son, Blaze, based off his idea to let's just say yes to things. I'm one of the top experts on burnout, and companies and conferences hire me to present on mental health, wellness and burnout prevention as a number one best-selling author of 11 books keynote speaker and a burnout specialist i've seen so much with our clients the say yes experience was started to help you really start living to do the things that light you up have more fun and turn your dreams or what we call say yes list items into reality so thank you for investing in yourself and being here now let's make it happen do you know someone single and looking for love? Whether it's you or someone you know, this is the episode for you. Our guest today has been featured on Netflix hit show, Jewish Matchmaking, and shares with us how finding love led her to successfully help others do the same. Oh, and stay tuned because she shares some tips for anyone who wants to find love. And please help me welcome Shayna Tibby. Thanks for joining us, Shana. Thanks, Jessica. So you have a very interesting say yes story or say yes journey. So share a little bit of that with us so we can really start to unpack it and how it's going to help others.
1: Absolutely. So my say yes journey started when I was a social worker in Northern California and I was doing a home visit for a family and I accidentally locked my keys in my car. So back in those days, you know, people didn't hop on Google Maps because there were, yes. it didn't exist. <laughs> so I ended up calling 411 Directory Assistance, and I said, "Any locksmith in Oakland?" Literally the words out of my mouth. <laughs> and what happened was they connected me with any locksmith in Oakland, and you know, van pulls up, guy gets out of the car, starts opening the door. And the mother of the family that I am working with, this family, she was standing outside with me and she kept like looking at us both kind of up, you know, sizing us up and I don't know, making some connection in her, in her mind. (laughs) And she said, she asked him where he's from. She's like, where are you from? He said, well, I'm I'm from Israel. And she knew a little bit about my cultural background. And she said, wow, that girl's Jewish. You should go on a date. And so long story short, um, like that's my husband today. That's how we met. We met because I called for a locksmith and we and it was like a very random situation. And it turned out to be the best mistake I ever made, I guess. So,
0: yeah, no kidding. So when she said y'all should go on a date, what did you what did you think? What did he think?
1: I mean, it was definitely a little awkward and unexpected because I was there uh, in a professional manner, you know. (laughs) So once she walked away, we ended up chatting a little bit. And anyway, I had called for locksmith. He had my number, he he had all my you know contact information. And he said, you know what? Like, let's, let's, let's go on a date for real. And I thought about it and I had nothing to lose. I was like, why not? Let's let's do it. So two days later, we were on a lunch date.
0: Wow, that's a am- that is amazing. I like, say yes in the moment. Oh my gosh. And then it changed the trajectory of your life because you end up marrying the person. I mean, what are the chances that is the best mistake that you could ever make? (laughs) Thank you for locking the keys in the car. Exactly.
1: I like to joke that if I knew that I could have, you know, found a a boyfriend by locking my keys in my car and getting like a cute locksmith, I would have done it sooner. (laughs) Right, maybe
0: I should try that. Te- maybe I should yeah. try that technique right Hot tip. the keys in the car. <laughs> And so how did that really besides meeting your amazing husband and being married, how did that change really trajectory of your career and what you now do? Had that kind of lead you on that path?
1: Absolutely, that was a really pivotal moment for so many reasons. Um, So after we, we were dating for a few months, and one thing led to another and about 20% of the social workers from that county were laid off and I was one of those social workers. So he said to me, we had been dating for about six months, okay. And yep. he said to me, Um, Okay, so I'll take you to my hometown, we'll meet my whole family. You know, I said, you know, sure, (laughs) let's do that. So now where's his hometown? He's from a teeny weeny little, uh, like rural town in Northern Israel.
0: Yeah. So you're in California and you say yes to going to Northern Israel. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So we ended up going there. Um, I spent about three weeks there. I was a little nervous and not to go there. I was nervous to meet his whole family, like first date for three weeks, meeting someone's family. (laughs) I always tell people to just go on a one hour first date. So anyway, (laughs) you know, I, we did it. And we had agreed that at the end of that time period, we were either going to break up or be engaged. I mean, truly that that's what we decided ahead of time. So obviously we came back engaged and, It changed the trajectory of my career as well, because once we came back to Oakland, we knew that we were going to then pick up and move to his hometown. So I said yes to a lot of stuff. You said said yes to a lot of stuff. (laughs) I said yes to a lot of stuff. I said yes in the moment, um, like a couple nights before we were heading back to California. We had a serious discussion, like a negotiation type of discussion. Oh, wait, what, what
0: did that entail? Tell us what that was about.
1: The negotiation was like this: He told me that he wanted to return to his, you know, hometown. Would I be interested in doing that? If we were to get married, would I go to his hometown to live?
0: So he, I was going to say, so he wanted you to basically uproot from California to move to Israel this small little town to live, like California, big, small little town in Israel, okay?
1: Exactly, and I told him I would be open to it, but my deal breaker was that I wasn't going to marry someone who smoked cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So we made a negotiation right then and there. I said, I'll move, but you have to quit smoking. And he said, okay, and I said, okay, and right then and there, he like very dramatically like crushed up his cigarettes. (laughs) And and we both kept our promises. You know, we went back to California one year later. We packed up and left.
0: Wow, that is so fascinating. So he just really stopped smoking right then and right there. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It was tough. The first few days for him, he was not fun to hang out with. But yes, he has kept his word. He ha- he stopped smoking that night and has not had one since.
0: But that's so interesting to me because I hear that it's so hard to quit smoking, and he did it. He did it. Like that's determination. That means he wanted to be with you, right? <laughs> you have been Absolutely on that. Nothing, you know, so you said yes, a lot of different times.
1: You're what right. Compelled I you,
0: what compelled you each time? Because even like when you're thinking about the date, let's go back. When you're thinking about the date, this is a complete stranger. Granted, how many years ago was this? That was in 2008. <laughs> okay. So about 15 or so years ago, right? Yeah. So things were a little different back then. But you still said yes to a complete stranger, even after, you know, chatting with them for a little bit. Keeping yourself open to saying yes to a date with a stranger, right? You didn't know hardly anything about him. What compelled you in that moment to say yes, as opposed to, you know, going on an online dating site, chatting with them for a few weeks or on the phone a few times or being referred by a friend, any of those different other methods of dating someone and meeting someone what compelled you in that moment to say, yes, I have nothing to lose because it would be easy sometimes just to say, no, and come up with all these different excuses. It's not the right time. I'm not really looking. I don't really know, you know, all those things.
1: You're right. What compelled me to say yes in the moment? First of all, all of those methods are great methods and probably the better method, (laughs) but what But what happened to me was yeah, I said yes, because number one, you're right, I had nothing to lose. And there was some shared culture that made Mm. me feel a little comfortable, you know, to to go ahead and, and and say yes. And anyway, Mm. I was going to meet him in the daytime for lunch, you know, I was definitely safeguarding myself in those ways. But yeah, I really had nothing to lose. I was single. And I, hey, Let's let's give it a date. One date. One date doesn't mean marriage, you know?
0: Right. And then when you said he said, OK, come over to Israel. I want you to meet my family. Maybe you think, OK, that's the next step. And then you're doing this negotiation. What went through your mind when you're like moving to Israel? Because that's a bit that's a huge step, right? You're literally leaving not just the community and the state that, you know, you're leaving your whole country. So that's, that's a big, that's a big yes moment. What made you say, okay, I'll say yes to this if you stop smoking?
1: Okay. Perfect question. That's going to lead into my current career, but absolutely perfect question. So what it was, was that I realized that we had so many core values in common Mm -hmm. and I saw that he was going to be a great husband. He was going to eventually be a great dad, you know, God willing, you know, things like that. So I saw a bigger picture. Mm. And I had nothing really that was holding me back. You know, yes, I love my family. uh, You know, here, here, you know, in the US. Mm -hmm. um, But at that point, I I didn't have a job. (laughs) I didn't have a husband, like, there was nothing really holding me back. So I I just said yes,
0: along the way. I love it. And so how did that lead you to what you do now and to help other people say yes in their personal lives. Because, you know, as someone who's single, I love learning on how I can say more yeses, even though like I do this all the time. Like, I think we can all use, Uh, those tools to look for those opportunities on how to say yes. And especially my personal life, that is one thing that I have just not figured out. So I'm also really wanting to learn from you and to help those other people who are single in their lives on little things that they can do or opportunities that they can look for to say yes, to get what they want in their personal life.
1: Absolutely. So I'm a professional matchmaker. And what happened was, once we went overseas, you know, I no longer was working properly in my profession, um, as a social worker. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I, you know, we we did get married, you know, we did have three children. And Mm -hmm. after a while, we ended up, um, we did come back to the US. So we, we we, we actually do live in both countries. Um, We did come back to the US. For, you know seven years or so all the while i was helping him advance his businesses mm. and i realized i love connecting people i love connecting people i help i love making the right uh introduction whether it was for um business friendship a hairdresser whatever you know i love connecting people and then you know, after working with him for quite a while, raising kids, being in a relationship, I realized one of those things just cannot continue. <laughs> so I decided that I would um, stop working with him. And I put my thinking cap on. I'm like, what do I love? What am I good at? You know, mm-hmm. at that point, I was about to be 40. You know, I was like, what do I love? What am I good at? What can I that's useful to me and bring value to the world and make me happy you know everything everybody wants to do and i realized i love connecting people so much that i wanted to go into matchmaking and i realized that there's like a certification course like an international global body of matchmakers so i okay yes
0: so i did that that. yeah yeah fascinating so how do you find clients? How do you connect clients together? And really, if people haven't ever thought of maybe looking into a matchmaking service, what what do they need to look into? Because I think in today's world, so many people are like, okay, I'm just gonna get on an app or I'm just gonna wait for him. Do you wanna start saying yes, but you just don't know where to start? And oftentimes when we don't know where to start, we just don't start. So, we created an ebook just for you. We put together 101 ways to say yes in this ebook. Ideas, big and small, things that only take a small amount of time, like one to two minutes. Whether you're saying yes to yourself and your family, relationships, or pushing yourself lovingly outside of your comfort zone with adventures, it's all made to really help you become more of your rock star self. So you can get this ebook at experiencecom forward slash book, B-O-O-K. So if you want to start saying yes, or maybe you need some ideas on how to say yes, because you get so caught up in being busy and doing tasks and projects or doing laundry and cooking that the time flies by and, You want to spend time with your family, but you just don't know how to say yes. Those ideas just don't come to you. We put it together to make it super, super easy for you. So go to thesayyesexperience.com forward slash book to get your copy today and start saying yes now. Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or burned out? (laughs) We get it. You're not alone. In fact, according to our research, 79% of the workforce is in burnout and almost half are in extreme burnout. In fact, it's the number one reason why people are leaving organizations. They're burned out. They're looking for something more. They're looking for something better. But it doesn't have to be that way. We have your solution. It's called Blaze Your Brain to Extinguish Burnout. 52 Keys to Prevent, Breakthrough and Eliminate Burnout. You can find your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. Now, this is a great tool that you can use with yourself, with your colleagues, within your organization. Everyone can get one and you can go through one a week with them. And at the end, you can say, what was something that worked this week? What was the success you had? So you can champion and encourage each other. You can also ask, what were the challenges and issues that came up? you can mastermind and brainstorm around those to keep those from coming up in the future. So make sure you get your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you. For to come knocking at my door and, you know, because they're too busy living life, taking care of kids, all these things that they're just going to sit around. So really what is compelling about a matchmaking service and how can people start saying yes because that's an opportunity that maybe they've never even thought about. Right.
1: You're so right. You're so right. So uh, what can happen is well like this. I have a network of other professional matchmakers. So what you're talking about is so amazing for matchmaking, because sometimes people they might want to stay private. They might've tried all the apps. They might have, maybe they've Mm -hmm. been bothering their friends for so long to introduce them, but like their friends want to be their friends, but they might not have that on their radar all the time to introduce them.
0: Yeah. And let me tell you, Shana, that is so true. (laughs) I asked my friends and they're like, I don't know anyone. And I'm like, how does none of my friends know anybody? Like you got to know some great single men. How is that possible? But you're right. They don't have it on the forefront of their mind. Like I would like them to, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> Come on, Jessica's friends. She's awesome. I
0: know. <laughs> <Friends>. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Yes. Yeah, no, I've been asking for, for many, many years. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's being plugged into a different network. You know, a lot of the people that are involved with matchmaking, maybe they're not online. Maybe they are the busy professionals who want to outsource that part of their life to a professional. Um, Some people maybe they're looking for love the second time around, maybe they need that help to be in a specific network of, of other people that like bring the same to the table that they do.
0: Yes. And, and let's be honest, like, especially in the online dating world, I've been on that off and on for so many years. I can't even tell you. There are just some people that, you know, and maybe I'm not doing it correct. So I'm not saying th- that some people are out there. It, it may be me too. You know, that we just don't know what to do to be successful in online dating. We think we know what to do, right? Which is why we keep doing it. We put the bio up or the profile up. We put the pictures that show different sides of our personality, things like this. But sometimes there are just people out there that just don't know what to do. Or you have the people out there, which I'm sure you've heard that have like, you know, they're holding a dead animal or they're shirtless and all this stuff. And there's people like me who aren't looking for that type of person. Right. So a matchmaker, I'm assuming, and you can correct me, right, that you're going to find out about me and match me up with someone that I'm looking for and vice versa. So sometimes we don't even know where to go to look, meaning we don't know those best places to go. And we keep doing the same thing over and over, which is like online dating. And then it's like, this has not been successful. We need something new and different. Help us out. Help us out, Shayna, oh, help us out.
1: <laughs> I'd love to. You know, what I tell people, whether they're going to hire a matchmaker or do it on their own, here's some things that I 100% recommend. First of all, always yes. have a good photo of yourself. Like, you're, you have gorgeous photos. You're photogenic. Like, you look great in photos. Right. But like you know, not not everybody thinks about that. They're like, oh, but I took a selfie. No, 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 no. You're marketing yourself. Like, get a good photo. You know, that's
0: number one. So, what's one. a good photo, Shaina? What what does yeah. that mean? What does that consist of?
1: I mean, first of all, I recommend going to a photographer. Um, and if you can't do that, then at least have somebody you know take a photo of you, not wearing sunglasses. <laughs> You know, with good lighting, um, you know, wearing something that you feel confident and stylish, and you know, like you're marketing yourself, and Mm -hmm. so pictures are a huge part of that. So it's number one. Whether you hire a matchmaker, whether you're
0: doing it on your own, get a good photo of yourself. And and a good photo meaning like what? How are they positioning themselves? Is it a close up? Is it a medium shot? Is it a full body shot? Is it a variety? Because I think the more specific we are, the more it's going to help people because there's going to be people out there that say, but this is a good photo. And we look at it and we're like, you know, you got sunglasses on, a hat on, or you're in a group of 20 people. I have no idea who who you are in that picture, you know? (laughs) So what what does a good photo mean in terms of dating?
1: Absolutely. A good photo is number one, yes, a headshot, a headshot where you can clearly see your eyes, your smile, like... Smile with your eyes, look warm and friendly, you know, that's one. Another one, yeah, full body. I mean, you know, I like to tell people like a full length because for some reason, full body sounds different than full length.
0: Yeah, I like full (laughs) length better. I agree.
1: (laughs) Okay. And... A third shot can be something doing something that you enjoy doing, whether you're in your hiking gear, whether you are, you know, going to yoga. So something that shows your personality, those three pictures.
0: Okay. I like that. Showing difference. Yeah. I like different sides of your personality as well. You know, one of my core values is fun. So mine's probably jumping up in the air or, you know, doing doing something active, you know, or it looks like that you're having fun and that you're smiling or laughing or Something enjoyable. OK, so that is fantastic. So if they're putting up a bio or if they're filling out something for matchmaker or profile, what needs yep. to be included? What does not need to be included? What do you say leave out altogether? And what is like you must have this and that?
1: yeah you definitely want a short bio about yourself maybe like a little bit about your background a little bit about what you're doing currently things like that just like a short bio mm-hmm. a lot of the times depending on whether it there's a a platform or whether you're doing it freestyle it'll prompt you somewhat you know uh, yeah. about your height your maybe eye color you know things like that exactly. um if you speak different languages if if your core values You know whatever your core values are i would put that in there you know if you know that you're somebody who's uh of a certain faith and that's important to you like put that in you know if that's important to you whatever's important to you because you want somebody to be attracted to you the same that you're attracted to them so you want to put out the same kind of information that you you want to attract the same person that that you're looking for
0: but do you want to get so specific? Like, here are all my deal breakers here, like list it. Do you want more like a friendly paragraph form? Because, you know, I'm just thinking people make it really rigid and then it eliminates maybe some really quality, great people that still have those same values. But I think also as we get older and we're dating, we get very stuck in our way of life and our way of thinking and our way of doing. And Mm -hmm. by doing that, we also might be eliminating some really great quality people.
1: You hit the nail on the head with that. You're so right. So what I what I like to do is I like to make a one page enough information that you can get a gist of who the person is, but not so specific that you're going to cut out half the people. So a one page and on a one page, I have like a bio section with some of the basics. Here's how tall I am. Here's where I live. Here's what I do for a living, like some of the basics. And then I have the about me, where it's a little bit more about your background, your lifestyle. What do you like to do for fun? Things like that. Add a few core values. And then I like to have a section on, you know, my ideal match is like this. Mm. And, it's a, and, and then, you know, people can be like, it, it gives somebody a good opportunity to see, is there space for me in that person's life? Is this yeah. somebody that I would want to be with? Is this somebody that would want to be with me? So, mm. but just a one page, don't, don't write a book about that. I love that.
0: It gives them space to see if there's space for me in their life. Do I want to be a part of that world? Do I want that person to be a part of my world? Oh, I love that. That's so that's so powerful to think about, like, and yeah. kind of painting this picture. And we know, like, whatever picture that we're painting is only, like, a really small fraction of that person right we're just we're we're giving them that the beautiful amazing hey look at me part and then whenever you get to know them, you uncover all the other facets of people as well absolutely i
1: mean you can cast a wider net and then sift through you know you don't you don't you don't need to start with such a a small fraction but be kind of specific
0: but not so specific that it's rigid Right. You want to be a little specific to weed out people that, you know, are just it's just not going to work. Right. Just not going to work. So how do you match people up if people are not have never thought about, you know, going with a matchmaker? What's Mm -hmm. your process or what's a matchmaker's process to match people up to make sure that it's going to be a good fit? I mean, because that's ideally what everybody wants, right? The people going on it. The matchmaker, everybody wants it to be a good fit. And not that it's like it's going to be perfect every time, obviously, but what's kind of the process so we can let people know in case they've never thought about a matchmaker. This is a good opportunity for them to think about maybe a matchmaker is the place to go and the person to go to for help as well.
1: Well, you said the key word process. You know, I mm. like to let people know up front, hey, as much as I'd like to say I'm Amazon Prime and I'm delivering your perfect package ah! the next day. <laughs> like mm. that's not realistic. That would be nice. <laughs> two-day shipping. Here we go. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. I'm the two-day shipping matchmaker. That'd be amazing. Uh, mm. so as long as people can understand and accept that it's a process and there'll be some some hits some misses you know and, and and that's part of what i do is i get to know my client very well i get to understand what are their deal breakers what are their non-starters what are their must-haves you mm-hmm. know geographically where are they gonna where are they happy uh, do they have kids are they looking to have more all of that right and then what i do is i use all of my networks both professional personal um you know head hunting like i use all of my resources and networks to find the right prospects for that person. So I'm doing all of the upfront dating that are, that is annoying to people and I and I'm offering them at least pretty on target prospects. And then we talk about it and there's always, um, you know, uh, some guidelines and some, you know, try this, try that. And then after the date, I always have feedback and to see, hey, did I hit the nail on the head? Did I miss the mark? Where are we going with this? Yeah, so you can
0: kind of navigate the the rest of the process. Really quickly, share with us, who should be thinking about possibly working with and partnering with a matchmaker?
1: Definitely somebody who is marriage minded or exclusive relationship minded. Mm -hmm. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with like Tinder. If you're happy there, if you're happy there, stay there, you know, but if you're not and you're looking for something else and you're looking for other people that are also marriage minded and want that exclusive committed relationship Mm -hmm. then matchmaking is a really good place to start. I'll give you two reasons why one you can hire a matchmaker if that's what you want to do. And, and that matchmaker will you know, look especially for you. On the mm-hmm. other side, if you're not ready to hire a matchmaker, but you want to be on a matchmaker's radar, this is yeah. like a top tip. Join matchmaker database. They're Woo! generally free to join. You join a matchmaker's database, you're a resource member, and then with the network of international matchmakers, you know, we leverage our matches based on our collaborations with each other.
0: I love it. Sign me up, Shana. Let's me do up. it. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you being here and sharing all those fabulous tips and more of your say yes journey, which led you to here. So I am hopeful that the single people out there listening, you are going to sign up for a matchmaker or find the dating place that is right for you to get matched with someone if that is what you're looking for. And you can always start by saying yes to... A database with a matchmaker just to get on the radar. Because, as Shayna says, what do you got to lose? We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Thank you. Are you ready to move to your next level of rock star greatness? CFO, Chief Fun Officer, number one best-selling author, and keynote speaker Blaze Rector is ready to help you do that. At just ten years old, he's already written two number one best-selling books. Through the power of storytelling, he uses lessons learned and shares strategies, tips, tactics, and tools to inspire, empower, and motivate you to live a more amazing life. So if you're ready to do that in your own life, grab a copy of his number one best-selling books at justcorrectorcom forward slash store. And when you order your copies, he will personally autograph them. And write you a message on those books before shipping them out to you to really inspire and empower you in your life. These books are great for adults and kids alike. So if you're ready to move to your next level of rockstar greatness, make sure you grab your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. Enjoy those amazing, empowering, transformational books. Did you know that the two biggest issues impacting the workforce are mental health and burnout? Well, we have your solution. The more that you feel burned out, the more it impacts your mental health. The more your mental health is impacted, the more it leads to burnout. So it's a vicious cycle that goes around and around, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can help them both if you're intentional and strategic with it. We have lots of resources for you at justcorrector.com forward slash store. One that I wanna highlight that really enhances your mental health is Tame Your Brain Game, 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts Into Positive Action. Now, research shows that 80% of your thoughts are negative. No matter how positive you feel, It's the pattern and the habit that you've developed over the course of years, over the course of decades. And that can often impact your life, how you show up, how you lead, how you communicate, how you engage, whether at work or at home. And then it also impacts a work environment. All you need is one NN or TT, Negative Nancy or Toxic Tim to really impact that work environment. So if you are ready to enhance your mental health, get your copy of Tame Your Brain Game, 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts into Positive Action, today at JustCorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you. Thank you so much for being here. Check us out at thesayyesexperience.com. Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. With your help in sharing our podcast, we can do that. Follow us on all social media at the Say Yes Experience and join our free community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Say Yes Experience. Thank you again to our guest. You can find all the contact information for our guest in the show notes. Thank you to our CFO, Chief Fund Officer, Blaze Rector, our business advisor, Lisa Rehorek, and to our team at Jessica Rector Enterprises. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Have an amazing day and keep being a rock star.